Hello and welcome to the podcast for the PSP Learning Hub. My name is Belle Kendall and I'm one of the workers on the PSP Learning Hub and I've been working in the community services sector for around 19 years now. And today I have the honour of speaking with Tim. But before I do, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands that we're recording on today, the Durrawal, Darug and Gundungurra people and pay respects to elders past and present and thank them for the sharing of the land. And I'd also like to acknowledge members of the stolen generations who've never made it home and also the children because that's where the culture lives and grows. So this podcast will explore the experience of leaving care for young people. In today's podcast, I'm speaking with Tim about his experience of leaving care. Tim was 18 when he left care and he was in care in New South Wales. We'll, we will be talking to Tim about his experience leaving care, the support he received or wish he had received, and what advice he would give to caseworkers who are working with young people who are leaving care. Welcome, Tim. Yeah. All righty. So are you happy to share with us what happened in your home that led you to not being able to live with family I'm still trying to understand that myself. Okay. As of, there's nothing really there to cement why I went into care. Okay, so all those years, sorry. I do know my mum's got mental illnesses. Okay, but you're not exactly sure, you've never been told the exact reason of why you entered the care system. Not even in my files, there's nothing really in there to tell me why. Okay. So when you came into care, how old were you? A few weeks old. So you're only a baby. Yeah. And then you're in care for the whole time until you. Until I was eighteen. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. So, how would you describe your care experience? Was it positive or negative? There's some positives. Some negatives. What were the positives? Meeting other kids. In the situation that you're in. Yeah. Meeting nice carers. Yeah. So you've had some good carers? No, I've had two. Two lots of good carers? Yeah. How many all up do you think carers do you think that you would have lived with about? Somewhere around 10. Around 10 different homes in your 18 years. Yeah. Yeah. And were the carers that were positive, were they the ones that you were with like for longer periods? Yeah, I was with... One from, I think I was only eight when I left here. Yeah. And then Tony and Bob, I was with them from about nine to 16. Okay. So you've had two long, two times where you were in staying with carers for long, for a few years, longer periods. Yeah. Yeah. So are you able to tell us what what were your family visits and connections like when you were in care? It was good. They had a good, I wish it was more than four times a year. But what can I do about it? They did try. They can't really do anything about mum. They can't control what mum does. Okay. So were you able to have more than four times a year or that what was in no, the court was, orders? That was in the court orders. Two times she comes down here, two times we go up there. Okay. Do you think that, do you think if your mum did come more often, do you think four times a year is enough? was enough for you to build a relationship or for any young person to build a relationship? Probably not. Okay. So what about connection to culture? 
Did you have any sort of connection to culture? No, I don't know, really know anything about my culture, to be honest. Okay. Well, not a crew. A crew. Okay. So I suppose, um, how prepared were you to leave care? Truthfully, I wasn't prepared. And also, if you had on a scale one to ten, one being you weren't prepared at all and ten being you were fully prepared, where would you put yourself? Probably one. And a one? So you weren't prepared, you don't feel that you were prepared at all to leave care? In a few times where I slept in my car. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. What would have helped or what would have been useful? Just a guide. Just a guide to what I've got to do to help with things. Yeah. How to get my own house. But I still don't know that too well. Yeah. And how old are you now? 25. 25. You've got no idea what to do. So you're saying that, from what I'm hearing, is that the living skills and learning all those different skills weren't taught to no. you? Yeah, I haven't really been taught any life skills. I can cook the basics. Cook the That's basics? Noodles. Yeah, and cook noodles. What about what about budgeting and all those kind of things? Did you have any support around learning those kind of skills? No. It was mentioned in my first leaving care plan. Yeah. Nothing really got done. They said a lot of things, but didn't. I saw no, nothing happening. Okay. There was no ball rolling. So you had a leaving care plan. Was it pretty basic or was it very in-depth? There was nothing. There was a few dot points, no signatures, nothing. Every other page was blank. Okay. So it wasn't a completed leaving care plan, is that what you're saying? Yeah. It was like it just started and that was it. They left it at that. Okay. So when you said a guide, so you have your plan. So if you have your plan, you also need a worker. Is that is that what you're saying? So you're saying a, a, more of a guide as a worker to help you yeah, with everything you need? I got told that, I don't know what they're called now, but I still call them dogs. They're meant to still support me until I'm 25. And I've, I've, I've had no support. It's only when I found relationships in Australia that that's when... Doc started actually doing things for me. Okay. So when you left care at 18, are you happy to share what happened? So you are with carers until you were 18? Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't think they liked me too well there. Because when I turned 18, they just, they didn't. So you know when carers are in it for the money. So you were asked to leave, yeah. were you? The home after you turned 18? Yeah. And what did you do? Who was there to help you? No one. Okay. I had a girlfriend at the time, but that was it. So where did you where did you live? Slept in my car for two weeks. Okay. And then what happened? I moved into one of my carers' son's houses, my foster brother. I lived there for a while because I got my own granny flat. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. So even you've, you've just spoke about how that your leaving care plan was very basic or not completed. You also talked about that you would need a guide. So even after care, because you're to be supported from 18 till 25, and you said you've only just started receiving support when you went to Relationships Australia. How long ago was that? What age were you when you started to get aftercare support? 20. 
Okay. Somewhere in my 20s. Okay. Alrighty. And so at, from now you've got a bit of an aftercare support plan, is that right? Yeah. Okay. And with all of the things that were kind of missed out. Yeah. Yeah? They've extended it to 26. Okay. Right. So due to not receiving any of that support, they've made an agreement to extend to 26. I only found out about the extension last year, but... I don't need anything at the moment. That's what I'm trying to tell them. Every other kid gets from 18 to 25, and I get what from 24, almost 25 to 26. So how does that make you feel? I feel like it's unfair. Okay. I should be able to... There shouldn't be a time limit. If the things are there to help kids with their transitioning out of care, because at the moment I don't need to use it. I don't need anything at the moment. But when I do need something, it should still be there. There shouldn't be a time limit on what yeah. you have to. Oh yeah, you got to. You got until this date to do this. It should just be there if you need it. Okay. So I suppose, what advice would you give to any caseworker when if they were supporting a young person to for leaving care? So from about 14, 15 years old, what what's the advice that you would give to a caseworker? What do they need to do, or what would have helped you? Just ask what the kid needs help with. Yeah. What do they need? I may mean, I need to learn how to save money, do all that. But just don't tell kids you're going to do something and not do it, because I heard that a lot. Okay. So you're saying that, from what I'm hearing, you're saying that you need someone who's around and yeah, available just, and to listen to what you say. Yeah, because I had a few caseworkers that I didn't see them for months, and then they'll just come out of nowhere and pop up. And then wouldn't hear from them for months again. And then they'd just pop up. Okay. But that case like this, it was good. So you had to come out and saw me every second week or something. Yep. So the casework support, that's so important. Yeah. And can I ask the question? So those caseworkers that were really good, how, like, would you describe that you had a good relate? Like, had they took the time to yeah. build a good relationship with you? Yeah, I've had a, I've got a few good relationships with some of the workers. Yeah. So it's not it's not hard to support probably I don't know how to explain it. But you have a voice. So it's around building that relationship. Is that what you're saying? To yeah. be able to so you're you feel comfortable to say what you feel that feel that you need to say or to give to give information around what you need or all those kind of things. Yeah, that's my workers I could go talk to. I didn't feel comfortable talking to anyone. That's been my biggest problem. I don't talk about my problems. But there was workers there that I could talk to about my problems and that actually listened and tried to steer me down the right path. So it's a relationship with the worker that is so important. Yeah. And making sure that you know what you're what you're entitled to and listening to what you need. Yeah, it's just so because I'd have with a certain caseworker, I'd have him and then He'd tell me all this stuff and then when he leaves, I'd be sitting there going, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Is it going to happen? Yeah. They should be able to leave and the kid knows it. Oh, yep, it's going to happen. Definitely. Most, most definitely. So it's having a caseworker that's available, but able to build a relationship, does what they say they're going to do, gives you information. Yeah. Do you think all of that would it have helped? helps steer you down the right path. Yeah. Awesome. Is there anything else that you, you think would be helpful for caseworkers to know so young people don't go through what you've gone through just support support 
So I've seen, I've got a lot of friends still that are in foster care. Some have passed away, some are in jail. It's just so. Yeah. So it's a relationship. I was just lucky enough to have a set of carers that I didn't go down a path like that. And those carers you're back living with now as an adult. Yeah. So they've become your family. Yeah, that's pretty special. I've got two father figures in my life, two mother figures. I've got my kids, that's all. By my name. Awesome. My family's my friends. That's it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I know it might have been a bit difficult, but thank you so much for sharing because it's really important that caseworkers hear from young people who have been through the experience around the impacts of their leaving care experience. I just hope it helps change the system a little bit. Hopefully they understand. Awesome. Thanks so much, Tim. Anytime.